Hi guys, my name is Kenny Dusso, and this is the Elite Development Podcast. The goal of this show is documenting my journey as a coach, things I see in the industry, of mistakes I see athletes make, things that I know you need to avoid. So basically, my goal is to help athletes avoid the difficult pitfalls of the world of elite performance sport and to help them reach their true potential. So if you are an up-and-coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dusso, and today we are talking about performing without purpose. Now, the whole idea of this came from a speech that I got to listen to not long ago from David Goggins, which was just an unreal experience in itself. And after that speech, I also bought the audiobook uh, Never Finished, which is his book. And between the two, I've just been getting a lot of really good takeaways that I feel a lot of my own athletes and a lot of you guys in the audience here can benefit from. So I wanted to dig into that a little bit more. And one thing especially that he talked about in the speech I got to witness, but that he goes into a little bit, doesn't necessarily use the same words, but goes into the same kind of concept in the book, is performing without purpose. Now, essentially the idea here is that while I was listening to him speak, the interviewer that was interviewing him asked, he said, you know, when you're waking up early in the morning going for these runs and you're doing these like, and you know, you're doing these other runs in the middle of the hot day, 100 degrees outside, you're running 30, 40, 50 miles, there's no one watching you. Like you could just, you could just stop. You could just go home and quit. Like what keeps you doing it? And he said he's not doing it for, you know, an accomplishment or something. He's doing it without a purpose. He's doing it because that is what he does. Is like that mentality is what's carried him through so much of the things in his life. And that's a really powerful mentality that I believe a lot of athletes need to adapt as well. If you're an athlete listening to this and you have aspirations of reaching the top levels in your sport, you have aspirations of winning UFC championships, making millions of dollars competing in the sport you love, whatever it might be, the training and everything that needs to go into that, it can't be a negotiable thing. Like you can't sit there and say, oh yeah, well, I can't train this week because you know I'm away or I've got this going on or school's busy or whatever. If you want to be a UFC champion, you need to be fucking training, period. Because that is who you are and that is what you do. And that's the identity shift that a lot of athletes need to take. And this doesn't mean that you live and breathe your sport every single minute of every single day for as long as you live, but it means that it needs to be part of you. It can't just be something that you do until it becomes inconvenient to do it if your goal is to actually reach those high levels. Because I guarantee you, the, pe- the fastest recipe to not reach those high levels is quitting when things get hard, stopping training when things are busy, you know, stepping back when it's inconvenient to step forward. And that is one of the easiest ways to make sure that you're not going to reach the levels that you want to reach. So switching that identity and understanding that your sport needs to become part of who you are, your sport needs to be part of that identity, allows you to perform no matter what. No matter how busy you are, no matter how much you're struggling with other things, you're not coming at it saying, 
well, shit's really hard right now. So, you know, I just need a few weeks off. And then after a few weeks, then I'll be able to get back to it. You're saying, this is what the fuck I do. I need to get to training. I need to make this work. I need to find a way, you know, if I'm struggling right now, I need to figure it out, not step back from it. And the reason that's so important is because every time you step back from it, you might think, oh, I just needed to step back for this month and then I'm getting back at it. You might think that's not a big deal. It's just a month. But what about the guy who started training five years before you and has never stepped back for a month? How much further behind are you than him already? And then how much further behind are you getting by taking that step back? And then I guarantee you, if you take that step back for a month because of whatever life circumstances being thrown at you, maybe you jump right back in and you're all good and you just move forward from there. But in a lot of cases, you're not just moving forward from there. In a lot of cases, you're stepping back for the month. You're getting back into training. It kind of comes and goes a little bit as you're getting back into it. It's a struggle to fit it back into your schedule. Motivation might not be there at the same level. And then you're missing a week here. You're missing a couple days there. And then it actually, that month away, takes you two, three, four, five, six months to start getting back. And now you're that much further behind because when you had momentum and you were training consistently and you were seeing improvements and everything was going well, you fucked your momentum up. And a lot of athletes have this happen because of a variety of different things. It can be, you know, life events, uh, trouble with their work, trouble with their family, whatever else it might be. And then they say, oh, yeah, I just need a little bit of time to sort this out. And then they lose their momentum and they never get it back. And a lot of athletes, this can come off of losing. You know, you go into a fight that you were really prepared for and you lose. And instead of figuring out where you, why you lost, getting back to training, getting back to work, and then fixing it for next time, you take a little bit of time because, oh, I just need to process. And then after the time that you process, it takes you a while to get back into it. And you don't want to go back into competition and lose again. So then you're kind of not, not really giving it your all because you're like, well, last time I gave it everything I had and I lost. So I don't like that feeling. I don't want to experience that again. And guys, I get that. But you've got to understand that if your goal is to reach the highest level, like you say it is, if your goal is to win championships, to make this your living, to not have to work for someone else for the rest of your life, loss is going to be a part of that. Setback is going to be a part of that. Difficult times are going to be parts of that. Now, the reason that these things are so important and the reason that these are things that you need to start learning how to embrace is because if you have the audacity to sit here and say, I want to be the best in the world at something, but then you're going to quit the second it gets fucking difficult, then you don't deserve to be the best in the world at it. But if you take the mentality of performing without purpose, you take the mentality of no matter what is thrown at me, I'm going to figure out a way around it. I'm going to figure out a way through it. And I'm going to continue to perform because that is who I am. And that is what I fucking do then you're going to end up being successful. Does that mean you're going to win the UFC championship? Of course, not necessarily, but you're giving yourself a way fucking better chance by performing in that way than by just quitting when she gets hard. And that leads me to the next point, which is part of success, a huge part of success in anything. But in this case, obviously we're talking to athletes, a huge part of success in anything is just not fucking stopping. It's just not stopping. You lose a fight, yeah, that sucks. It doesn't feel good. 
But the best way to continue to move forward is by continuing to work, by continuing to train, by continuing to push for the result you actually want. Whereas so many people, they go immediately to pointing the finger. Oh, I only lost because of this. Or, oh, I lost because of that. Or, well, you know, I lost, sure, but like, you know, it wasn't my fault because of whatever. Guess what? No one fucking cares. You still lost. And you have two choices. You can either let that break you. You can either stop training as hard, stop pushing as hard, stop putting in the effort you know you need to win. Or you can realize, yeah, that sucks, but there's only one way through this, which is forward. And continue to put the effort in and understand that setbacks are a part of the game. And when you continue to push that way and you understand setbacks are a part of the game and these are things that are going to happen, then you give yourself the ability to continue to push forward and to actually start winning. Now, one of my favorite examples of that is an athlete that I actually interviewed on this show. I believe it was episode 78, Chad Angeliger. He's a UFC fighter from Calgary. And he started his professional MMA career with a 2-5 and five record. I'm going to say that again. He started his professional MMA career with a 2-5 and five record. Now, I believe eight years later, he's 12 and six competing in the UFC. And that dude had every reason to quit. Losing fights, things weren't going well, he ended up moving gyms, but instead of taking the easy path and quitting when it was clearly not going well for him, like two and five is a slap in the face saying, hey, this is not for you, you're not built for this. But instead of quitting when that happened, he took the opposite approach. What he did is he joined a different gym that actually had a couple of athletes that had beaten him in the past. He joined a different gym and he started training with those guys that beat him in his fights, started learning from them, started developing more, started traveling to go find other gyms that had other tricks that he could learn from. And he went on an 11 fight winning streak and got himself a UFC contract. And that's the type of resilience that so many of you guys don't have. So many of you guys lose that second fight and then you go, wow, it's not for me. You know, I was a lifelong dream of being in the UFC, but I guess it's not going to work out. But that's the surefire way to make sure that it doesn't work out. But a guy like Chad is such a good example because he showed through all of the, uh, through all of the uncertainty. He showed through all of the heartbreak, through all of the setbacks, that he deserved to be somewhere better. And he didn't deserve to be somewhere better because he's special or he's so much better than everybody or he's like, you know, a different breed. And Chad, if you ever watch this, I'm not saying that to insult you. You're a hell of a dude. But he showed that he deserved to be there because when shit wasn't going well, he dug in and he worked harder and he changed his path to put himself in a better position. He went fucking through it. And that's what so many of you guys need to understand. And even with that, there was no guarantee of a UFC contract. There was no guarantee of anything. And that comes back to performing without purpose. That comes back. You're not just doing the training to get the outcome. You're doing the training to improve in the sport. You're doing the training to see how much you can learn. You're doing the training to help you in your next fight. The outcome shows up when you do everything properly in the process. When you learn to love everything in the middle, that end goal ends up happening for you. But what if all he had been thinking about was UFC, 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 and not focusing on getting everything he could out of the process, 
Not a fucking chance that guy was going to go that hard for that long and actually make that happen. And the reason that I say that, and the reason that I'm confident in saying that, and obviously this is coming from me, you might have a different view on it, but the reason I'm confident in saying that is because when you're sitting with a two and five record, I guarantee you're not looking and thinking that UFC is happening for me. You're looking and you're thinking, damn it, you know, this wasn't for me. Or, you know, you're looking and thinking, you're a very, very long way away from that goal. But by continuing to love every day and continuing to perform regardless, he was able to turn that around for himself and reach the UFC. And that's the kind of thing that so many of you guys need to learn, who need to learn and need to understand to your fucking core. Now, how do we reinforce this? You know, it's all well and good to tell you learn from your past and continue to push forward and perform without purpose. But how do we reinforce it? The number one thing, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face is you need a vision. You need a reason that you push the way you do. You need a reason to continue to train, to continue to push forward, to continue to progress, to continue to show up. And if that reason is just, I want to make a lot of money as a fighter, that's not deep enough. What do you want to do with that money? Why is it important to you? Because you can make a lot of money as a crypto trader. You can make a lot of money as a lawyer. You can make a lot of money as an entrepreneur. Like, why are you picking this path? Why is this important to you? And some people, it's as simple as not wanting to get stuck at a nine to five and wanting to live the lifestyle of a martial artist because they find the beauty in that type of simplicity. And other people, it's deeper. It's, you know, proving to their children that they can be a person that, you know, proving to their children that you can do anything you put your mind to if you work hard enough and train long enough. I had one person who who told me, you know, their reason behind wanting to become a fighter was because they grew up in an abusive household and they wanted to be the strong, capable person that would prevent any trauma or anything like that happening to their children like it happened to him and he wanted to actually pursue it as a career because instead of just having a background where he could defend himself he wanted that level and that status of this is someone who can never be messed with and whether you relate to that or not that is a powerful reason why and you can create the vision based off of that you know, you become a fighter, you start working your way up the ranks, you start winning belts, you start making it to those higher levels, you start making more money, and with that money, you're able to create shelters for people that are going through abuse. You're able to donate to charities that help families that have gone through abuse. You're able to do so much more with the platform that you have. And the people with visions like that are the ones who are going to make it. The people with visions like that and the people with the desire to perform regardless of the outcome that they receive are the ones who are going to make it. And the reason they're the ones who are going to make it over the ones who just like to fight is because the guy who just likes to fight or the girl who just likes to fight, when things get hard, they're not going to keep going because that's not a deep enough reason. Whereas if you know you're fighting for a platform that's going to allow you to build charities and make donations and help people in need and do all of these things that are near and dear to your heart, that's going to push you through a hell of a lot more than somebody who's just in it because they think it's fun. So the way we reinforce these things, the way we reinforce performing without purpose is creating a vision, understanding why you're doing this and understanding what you're actually after. 
actually one last story about that because not everybody has the desire to be the world champion or anything like that. One last story about that is I have an athlete right now and he started training with me almost a year ago, maybe a little, little over a year ago by now. Can't remember the exact date, but he's been training with me for a little while and he has no vision of, you know, professional MMA or anything like that. But he said the reason that he started up with me is he said he had a son two years ago and for the first year or so he was, you know, just not taking very good care of himself. He wasn't really feeling like he was someone that his son could look up to. And he got back into martial arts. He'd been out of it for a while and he got into training with me because he said, he's like, number one, when my kid is in elementary school and kids are having that argument on the playground that, you know, my dad could beat up your dad. He's like, I want my kid to be correct. And also he's like, I want to be a man that my son looks up to. I want to be a man that my son looks at and says, I want to be like that. I don't want to be that fat, lazy dad that's sitting around on the weekends drinking beer doing nothing. It's like, I want to be that dad that like all of my kids' friends are looking at being like, holy shit, your dad's jacked or your dad's like, it doesn't have to be about a world championship, right? But that desire to be that role model or that person for his son pushes him through. And like he showed up to the gym with me at five o'clock this morning because he couldn't pick the regular times that he trains. So that is a as powerful of a driver as winning world championships is for some other people. So guys, that is it. That is all. My main point that I really want you guys to get across is you need that vision. You need the reason why. And you need to know what you actually want out of your career. Not just, I want to win some fights. Why is fighting important to you? How far do you want to go? Why do you want to go that far? How much money do you want to make? What kind of house do you want to live in? Like, What do you want your life to look like? Because that is what you're waking up every day working for. And when you wake up every day with a larger vision in mind, putting yourself through those hard times, putting yourself through that work, it becomes easier. So guys, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. My number one ask, as always, is if you got some value from the show, whether today or whether you've tuned in before, make sure to share it with a friend, share it with a teammate, share it with a coach, share it with someone that you know is going to benefit from hearing this message. So I appreciate you all. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless. So take what you learned in the show today and go figure out how you can apply it to your career to start making progress right away. My one ask of you is share the show around. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're following on all the social media platforms. The links on how to do that will be in the show notes below. And in turn, have a great day. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode.